0: return of the midweeks dear friends it's saturday so it's time for the playlist of god we're going through the psalms and we're going to go through psalm 5 this is a psalm about david in trouble many of the psalms are david crying out to the lord in his times of trouble where he is really Uh, needing help and working through his emotions and working through his faith and describing his troubles and just really seeking help from God. And so here's another one, and I would characterize this as David's troubles being bad people around him. Sometimes it's he's angry, sometimes it's um, other threats and dangers, but this one seems particularly like people are wanting to destroy David. And he had this lots. You know, he had a very big public life. He was a military commander. He was involved in all kinds of political intrigues. And so it's not a surprise that David would have people who genuinely hated him and genuinely wanted to destroy him. And maybe that's not your case, but we will all find times where we are feeling threatened by people. And sometimes those threats are real, clear and present dangers. And so here is a psalm for us when We are feeling very vulnerable to the misdeeds of man. Psalm 5. To the choirmaster for the flutes, a psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice, and in the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. So here is the beginning of this prayer. He's calling out for the Lord to pay attention to him, to care about his groaning. So he is groaning, he's in distress, he doesn't feel well, He's he's got troubles and it's coming out of him. He's praying that God will hear him and do something about it. And so he describes himself in verse 3 as saying, like, he's come to God with with sacrifice and is looking for God to answer. So he's praying and he's offering worship. He's coming to the Lord. He's seeking him and he's looking for God to answer. And so this is the beginning of the psalm, just saying, I am seeking you in my trouble. Verse four, for you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful Shall not stand before your eyes, you hate all evildoers. So here he's sharing his theology of God's holiness, of God's goodness, and he believes that he can come to God for help when people are seeking to do him evil because God does not like evil. God hates evil. And even as the sovereign God, he can work the deeds of man into his purposes in history. As the pure and holy God of goodness, he dislikes wickedness and evil. And so this is David's hope that by coming to the God of goodness, he will find rescue from people's badness. Verse 6, you destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Okay, so there's, maybe I should have read all three of those. It seems like a triplet. We had three verses of seeking the Lord. Now it looks like we have three verses of describing God's, um, loyalty to the good, but especially his his hostility to the evilness of man. So I should have read those three, three verses together. Okay, verse 7. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down towards your holy temple in the fear of you, lead me O lord in your righteousness because of my enemies make your way straight before me for there is no truth in their mouth and their inmost self is destruction their throat is an open grave they flatter with their tongue make them bear their guilt O god let them fall by their own counsels because of the abundance of their transgressions cast them out for they have rebelled against you so here i think we have two pairs of verses verse seven and eight is david's faith that by seeking the lord god will answer through god's steadfast love he'll enter his house so he'll come into the temple he won't be destroyed by his enemies but he'll come back to worship i will bow down towards your holy temple in the fear of you so he's picturing himself being sustained in his capacity to worship the lord because the lord will uphold him and then verse 8, lead me in your righteousness because of my enemy. So he's expecting God to rescue him, to lead him, because God is righteous. He hates wickedness. He is righteous. So he's going to lead this man who's seeking him. And then he has two more verses of describing the badness of the bad people, the wickedness of the wicked, and why God won't participate with their plans to destroy David because they are wicked. And David is seeking God in righteousness. Verse verse 11. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exalt in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with favor as with a shield. So here's two more verses together, two more pairs of couplets, just expecting that God will answer. Let all who take refuge in you rejoice because you answer. You're going to spread your protection over them. Um, A prayer or an acknowledgment of God that you bless the righteous, you cover him with favors, with a shield. So this psalm ends on hope. It, it In a sense, it just has a simple picture that God is not for the plans of the wicked. God is for righteousness. And so when people come to him for protection and they humble himself and say, we, I need you, there is hope that God will protect people who come to him because he's righteous and to be rescued from the unrighteousness of man. And that is psalm. Bye.